Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Wex Appeal Barbells, Beats, and Buffoonery. I am your host, Wex, and if you're watching this on YouTube, you can actually see me. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, just know that we now have a YouTube page that you can go and watch this podcast from my office and kind of see what's going on. I've got my uh, kind of my swag behind me. Uh, I've got a John Cena right behind my uh, my right shoulder with a little uh, Yoda and the Incredible Hulk down there. My favorite movie, one of my favorite movies of all time, John Cusack's High Fidelity. That is a fantastic movie. If you have not watched it, it's kind of the inspiration for some of the top fives that I've done on the show. We just we we have a good time. We have fun. You got my my bass guitar right here, which I'm actually gonna hang on the wall. So it'll it'll not be just sitting there. Got some medals from some of the races and things that I've that I've run. Got my record player. Now this up here, if so if you are not uh, watching at uh, at home or if you're listening and not watching, there is a comic book hanging, and I'm pointing to it right now if you're watching this on YouTube. That is it's a spawn comic book, which is by Todd McFarlane, and it is actually signed by Todd McFarlane and also signed by Al Simmons. So Al Simmons was his roommate in college, and he created the Spawn character after his roommate. So they both actually signed it at a at a event that I was at, which was super awesome. So I framed it and put it up there. I got some records and things hanging out. Overall, we're having a good time. We're, we're in an office, and I'm recording things and doing video and things I thought I'd never do. But the real reason that I have uh, kind of uh, am going to start incorporating some videos is because we have some big announcements, and I'm going to get right into those big announcements first and foremost. But actually, before I do that, before we talk about the big announcements, we want to talk about a couple things that have been going on this week. Um, I would be remiss not to mention that, um, unfortunately... Uh, we lost another incredible individual from from our uh, from our Earth today. I'm recording this on Sunday, and I found out just recently, uh, just a few hours ago, that Alex Trebek um, of Jeopardy, 80 years old, an amazing individual, um, lost his battle with cancer today. And I just want to take a moment to remember him. Um, I it man, that was a staple in my house. We'd watch Jeopardy. Uh, almost every night, that Jeopardy Wheel of Fortune block where you watch them both. And uh, Alice Trebek, man, he was always on it, always quick with the quick with the comebacks and, and just just a, an awesome guy. And you always came away from that show feeling like you learned something, even if it was only to learn how much you didn't really know. Um, if you're like me, you could answer maybe some of the questions or you'd answer all the questions. Some weeks you'd answer them all. Some weeks you'd be like, I have no idea what any of those things are. But Alex Trebek was the mainstay. He was the guy. He was the dude. He'd been doing it for so long. Um, and, you know, I kind of hope the show doesn't go any further now just because I don't want to see somebody replace him. It, just because it would be, it would, you know, I don't know. It'd be weird. It'd be weird to see someone else host, uh, host Jeopardy without Alex Trebek, but our thoughts and prayers to the, the family and friends of Alex Trebek. You will be missed, sir. And, uh, it's disappointing that we had to come and start the show with another loss of life. Um, we had Sean Connery last week, uh, Eddie Van Halen a couple weeks before that. Uh, it's been a man. 2020 has been a year. Speaking of 2020 and a year, uh, woof. so this past week, 
if you're listening to this outside the country, you probably already know what's going on in the United States, and it was an election. It's an election year or week. Um, I've never seen anything like this in history. Um, I've mentioned before at times that I've never seen a election or presidency like this. I just turned 40 this year. I've been around a while. I know there's been uh, there's others that have been around longer than me and seen seen other things, but I don't think anybody has seen anything quite like this. Uh, it is it's it was a highly contested election. As of right now, barring any court things or or, or you know recounts and 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 all that mess, uh, we have a new president, Joe Biden, and uh, Kamala Harris as vice president are our forty sixth president. So congratulations to them. I read a quote today uh, that a friend of mine posted, and I want to read that to you. I am way less concerned with who you vote for than I am how you treat people that vote differently than you do. I said this before. I said it last week, I think, during um, my last podcast. It doesn't matter who you vote for. I mean, it does. It, It does definitely matter who you vote for. But in the grand scheme of things, no matter who wins or loses, it doesn't matter who you vote for because your neighbors who don't agree with you are still going to be the ones that you are interacting with, even the ones that you do agree with. These are going to be the people that we come into contact every day. You don't walk into your line at Publix and you know before you check out, ask, well, who did you vote for before you ring up your groceries? Um, because at the end of the day, that doesn't matter. The, those things don't matter in the grand in the grand scheme of things it does yes i get it there's policies and things that come down from from the government that affect us but on an everyday day-to-day basis they do not affect us what affects us is how we treat each other and how we how we treat others especially those who don't agree with us um i even said it last week i'm not going to talk you know sit here and talk about who you should have or who you did vote for and things like that cuz it doesn't matter because at the end of the day what matters is that Whoever was voted to be the president, which in this case was is um, President-elect Biden, we want them to do a good job. Even if you voted for Trump, you want Biden to do a good job. Because if he doesn't, that is bad for all of us. We want what's best for our country. Um, there have been presidents I've agreed with. There have been presidents I don't agree with. But at the end of the day, the one thing I do with, agree with is that I want them to do a good job and do the best of their ability. I want them, if I don't agree with them, I want them to prove me wrong. I want them to do good because when they do good, we do good. So put down the pitchforks. Put down the the you know the fire sticks and, and things that... Uh, <laughs> You know, you're, you're going to war. What's done is done. If, uh, if you voted for Biden, great. You are super happy. If you didn't, maybe you're not super happy. But what's done is done. Nothing that we can do currently now to change that. So let's move forward and treat everyone around us as best as we possibly can and hope that Biden and Kamala Harris will do a fantastic job in their new roles. So congratulations to them. And that's that. That was the election of this year, man. And I, I'm going to be honest. Again, I'm not a conspiracy theory guy. I, I Well, I mean, I kind of am, but, but I'm not like a big conspiracy theory guy. I kind of liked the fact that we had all this controversy with the election because I, I didn't hear about COVID at all. 
um, which is kind of weird. So it's kind of a nice break from all the COVID stuff. I don't know if it'll come back, but I've I said this before the election. I said I, I kind of hope COVID was a big conspiracy that was linked to the election so that once the election's over, we can, you know, get back to normal living um, post-COVID pandemic and, and, and all the, you know, scary stuff. That is not to say that I don't understand, that I understand there was loss of life and that is sad and that is horrible and I do not like that that has happened, but I also do believe that there is some truth to the fact that media has built this up a little bit bigger than I think it is. Again, not to take anything away from anybody who has lost a loved one or anything like that, much respect to everyone and, and things like that, but... I think something's got a little out of hand and blown a little bit out of proportion with uh, with some things. That's as far as I'm going to go with that. Like I said, I don't want to be too political and get all you know crazy with that. Yeah, that's that. So I said before that I have some big announcements, and the reason we're going to video is because of some of the announcements I'm about to make. We have some guests. We have some guests that are going to come on the show, and I'm super excited about this because these are some big guests. These aren't just like your, you know, I mean, some of these are friends of mine that are like personal friends of mine that are just coming on the show because we're friends. But they're also like incredible people who have done incredible things and you want to hear about them and what they've done. Um, so next Friday, we have a big show coming next Friday. And I'm super excited about this one. I'm not going to tell you who it is just yet. But what I will tell you about this person is they were on the NBC Titan Games. They are a CrossFit Games athlete, a former CrossFit Games athlete. And they are an absolute incredible person. I'm not going to say he or she because that also gives things away. But this person is incredible. I've been talking back and forth with them um, over the past few weeks. Finally, you know, kind of worked it out to to get, you know, this interview happening. And they're going to get on the show. And I think it's going to be a fantastic time. We're going to talk about the Titan Games, kind of the behind the scenes. We're going to pull the curtains back a little bit. If you don't know about the Titan Games, it was a show on NBC earlier this year. Um, right after the pandemic happened. So the show was recorded before the pandemic, but aired during, you know, I'm in like March, April timeframe. And it was fantastic. I loved it. It's uh, hosted by The Rock. He brings all these people together and they do these these competitions. It's It's kind of reminiscent of American Gladiators without all the flash, but some of the same incredible feats of athleticism so i love the show so i'm super excited that a titan games finalist is going to be on the show next week and i cannot wait to introduce you to them also now this person i will tell you who it is is rashad jones he is a self-proclaimed barbecue nerd and i say that with the greatest respect and he has actually shirts that say barbecue nerd on it uh he is huge down here and if you were listening to the podcast a few weeks ago you heard me talking about the carnivore diet and i went to big lee's serious about barbecue to get some food and i now again i might be biased but this is the absolute hands down 100 the best barbecue i've ever eaten in my entire life he makes some incredible food so he's gonna be on the show he is a friend of mine so we've been friends for oof probably at least 20 years um we go way back and, and that scares me to even say that because it's been a long time we've known each other for a long time um you kind of run in different circles and things like that but we always kind of hook back up here and there 
But he runs Big Lee's Serious About Barbecue, and he was also on the show Guy's Next Big Project, which was um, Guy Fietti from the Food Network. And he brought a whole bunch of amateur chefs onto the show in kind of an elimination-style reality show where they pitched their ideas for a television series. And he actually was one of um, the participants that won. And he actually got a show on the Food Network, and you can go back on like Hulu and check it out, called um, Eat, Sleep, Barbecue. Fantastic show. I wish Food Network would have picked it up for, for more episodes, and we're going to get into that and, and talk about that on the show as far as you know where that is and you know kind of what happened with all that. But a great show, great guy. Um, as good as his food is, he is an even more incredible human being, so I cannot wait to, uh, to talk to him. So he's going to be on here. Another person. This guy is a, well, he was a former radio DJ. I don't believe he does any more radio now, but he, um, I call him the international man of mystery because every time I talk to him, he's doing something different, whether he's doing voiceovers for giant fortune 500 companies, or he's doing travel bookings for, um, all sorts of different resorts and things like that. Or he's working with NASCAR or working with a grill company, or he's with Bobby Flay. The guy is just doing everything. Every time we get together, we have a good time. And uh, so he's going to be on the show again, not telling you names because I'm keeping the level of suspense and we will talk about it more. Um, once we get closer to that, but we're working on getting him on the show. I have, um, and, and now the next person that I'm going to tell you about, um, we don't have a date for this one yet, but it is coming very, very soon. My only hint and clue that I'm going to give you on this one is he is a bass player in a punk band, but that's not how you know him. Um, I actually got this tidbit of information from him, uh, just the other day that he plays bass. And if you see behind me, if you're watching the video, I have a bass guitar behind me. I like you know, love the bass guitar. I'm not nearly as good um, on it. I haven't played it in quite some time, but he plays bass for a punk band that actually has records out and things like that. I've listened to him on Spotify and checked it out and it's fantastic. Like I was listening to it. And I'm like, this is amazing, but that's not how you know this guy. So I'm just going to leave it at that and we will get to that interview. And then I also have another uh, gentleman that will be on the show who is a CrossFit games analyst. He's a writer and if if you followed anything with me with like um, uh, Rex Rumble this past year, you'll know who this is right off the bat. Um, but we talked to him, uh, texted him the other day, and he's like, yeah, I'm all in. We'll definitely do the show. We just need to set up dates and things like that. So some big plans. So that's five right off the bat that have already agreed to be on the show that we are just setting up dates and times and, and getting all that. So that's why we want to have the video element to the show. Uh, so that you can kind of see the interaction back and forth and, and the banter, and we are going to do that with, um, yeah, uh, we're going to start doing that with, with the videos, so it's either going to be a Zoom call, Skype type thing, or it will be a in-person interview, like me and Rashad are going to hang out together, maybe we'll eat barbecue, and uh, make you all jealous on the, on the, on the show. So those are the big announcements that are coming from, from Wex Appeal. I'm super happy, super excited that... Um, the show is taking off and doing the things that it's doing. That being said, today's episode, of course, is brought to you by my good friends at Duke Cannon Supply Company. If you don't know about Duke Cannon, you go to dukecannon.com and check them out. They are the number one place for, I say men's soap, but ladies, you can get in on this too. They got some great smelling soaps, but they don't just sell soaps. They sell soap, shampoo, 
Uh, they sell body wash. They do the cologne. They do solid cologne. They do regular cologne. And by solid cologne, I mean it's like a little wax. And you just kind of rub your fingers in it, rub it on your neck, rub it on your, on your wrist, wherever else you want to smell nice. By far, one of the best things I've ever found in my life. My wife loves it. Uh, it smells great. You want to smell good this holiday season, or you want to gift it to somebody who, um, I mean, you don't want to tell them that they smell bad, but they, everyone could always smell better. You know, it's just, it's just one of those things. You, you want to give them a different scent. You want to, you want to change it up. They've got some great holiday bundles. Um, my brother is actually going to be getting one for his birthday. He turns 30 tomorrow. Um, so happy birthday to my little brother, Michael. And, uh, he is a he's a marine as well so they've got the marine birthday on the 10th so he's gonna have a have a great day um uh, turning 30 of all things um we're 10 years apart so i turned 40 this year he turns 30 so we do big things but i got him a a really cool gift set that uh he should that should be arriving to him shortly if he hasn't listened to this podcast and already figured it out already but um if you want to save some money when you go to duke cannon go to dukecannon.com and enter the promo code. There's two promo codes that you can use in either one of the, either one of these. Um, if one doesn't work, the other will. Um, we've just got a couple different codes going because of different episodes. Um, but if you use the code BBWEX5 or BBWEX6, both of those codes, if you use one of those codes, uh, you'll get 10% off your first order, which is a great savings. And not only are you saving money, not only are you getting a fantastic smelling product, but they are 100% made in the USA and they support our troops and veterans and veterans, um, different foundations and things that give back to those who have given to our country and served our country. So I am all about it. You want to smell like America? Get over to DukeCannon.com and check it out today. Whew, man, we got a lot of stuff that is going on in the world today and we're just kind of checking it out and, and looking, um, in the fitness world, I saw today, uh, actually, Dave Castro. If you don't know who Dave Castro is, he is the um, director of the CrossFit Games. He's the, the, uh, the CrossFit Games director, and he posted on his page that there is a gentleman, and I am going to find it. Um, there's a gentleman that actually set a new world record, and his name, his name is Michael. Um, well, I, I have his, his Instagram handle is um at michael.sgx and this dude three two one go deadlifted 500 pounds and then ran a mile and the time it took him to deadlift and run the mile his total time was four minutes and 49 seconds which is a world record and honestly an incredible feat to be able to deadlift 500 and then run a sub five mile is insanity so it is a new world record. He also PR'd his, his mile time, and he did it all in track spikes. So he had track cleats on. And he said, actually, at the end of the post, he's like, I do not recommend deadlifting in track spikes. I would agree with him. That's a horrible idea. But he did it, crushed it, and it's absolute insanity. So go check that out. Um, and if you want to try it, go nuts man 500 pounds i'm i'm about 100 or i'm about 90 pounds off of that right now i think i got a 410 pound deadlift but i'm definitely nowhere near a five minute mile that is for sure um some other things that are going on and it's a lot about you know crossfit right now you know just finishing up the crossfit games we're about to great you know 
hopefully get into the new season uh, coming up this this uh, February March when the open the CrossFit Open starts. Super excited about that. Um, we're hopefully going to be hearing from the new CEO of CrossFit, Eric Rosa, about what the new season is going to look like, how people are going to qualify to the games, what the games are going to look like, what the what the season's going to look like. Um, so I'm super excited to hear about that. But if you are like me and you are just a normal everyday run of the mill CrossFitter and you like to do local competitions, you get to come hang out with me. Um, if you are in the central Florida area, we have a CrossFit competition from CrossFit Zoo that I am one of the coaches there and, you know, helping out with the programming and doing those sorts of things. But the Reindeer Rumble is coming and it's Reindeer Rumble 8 actually. It's the eighth year we've been doing this, and this is the third or fourth year. I think it's the, f- I think it's the fourth year that we we're doing this at the Candy Cane Land Christmas Tree Farm. So this competition is actually going to be held offsite of our of our normal gym and at a Christmas tree farm. So not only can you come and compete for an awesome competition at uh, for the Reindeer Rumble, but you can also go home with a Christmas tree. You can cut your own Christmas tree down and take it home and uh, do that as an extra workout. It's, it is what we do every year. We grab the tree and, and take it home after the competition. But this is an awesome competition. It's fan- All of our competitions at, at CrossFit Zoo are, are family-friendly. But this one in particular is a um, team competition, uh, teams of two. So you can either do you know, uh, male-male, female-female, or co-ed. You can, there's scaled, there's RX, there's master's. There is an adaptive division. Um, only one member has to be an adaptive athlete to qualify for that division. Um, adaptive meaning some sort of disability that you know means that you can't go normally. We have to adapt the workout for you. Um, but I will tell you, adaptive and disabled almost shouldn't even go together because these people do amazing things. They just happen to be maybe in a wheelchair or you know I've seen athletes with one arm or one leg and competing in these CrossFit events and doing amazing things and crushing things that even I couldn't do. So I say disability, but it, it, it's not. I mean, they are they are crushing it and doing an awesome job. But we have an adaptive division, which a lot of competitions don't have, so we're very proud to have that. We also have a family division, so you can actually compete with your child. And that is an exciting thing. I've been competing. Um, well, me and my wife have both kind of taken turns going back and forth with our Seven-year-old daughter, uh, she started competing when she was four. So she was four, five, six, seven. So this will be her fourth competition this year. Um, so I did it with her the first two times, I think. And then my wife did it with her last year. I think, yeah, something like that. Um, but either way, it is, it, it's a lot of fun. So you can compete with your child. Um, and my, go out there and have a good time. And we have different divisions, you know, kind of with the ages and that, and all the, all the workouts are scaled accordingly. So if you've got someone who's seven and they're going against somebody who's older, we're going to scale that accordingly. So it's, so it's an even playing field, but it's a lot of fun. Definitely something you want to check out. We give away prizes. Um, we've got, of course, the podium prizes for first, second, third, but we also offer a spirit of the games. So somebody who embodies the spirit of what it means to compete and be part of the CrossFit community, uh, we love that award. That's probably one of our favorite awards that we give out. And a lot of times what we'll do is we'll give it out to an individual person or team and or an individual um, volunteer because both of those embody the spirit of CrossFit and, and what it's all about and about the community. 
We're gonna have a lot of great vendors out there. Oh, back to the prizes. Sorry. Um, so not only do we give away the the podium prizes, we give away the Spirit of the Games Award, the funniest team name. So come up with something definitely very um, original there, and you could walk away with a nice little prize. And also the um, best costume. This is a costume party or a costume competition. So you come and compete in costume. Now, you know, if you can wear your costume and then, you know, if you need to take something off to do a certain movement, we get that and understand that. But it is a costumed event. So come with your best Christmas costume or team costume based on your name and, and things like that. And you could walk away with a, a nice little prize as well. We also give a prize away to the affiliate or um, gym that brings the most athletes, brings the most teams. You get a custom painted um, jump box. So a 24, 30, um, 20, 24, 20 inch, 24 inch, 30 inch box that um, is custom hand painted by one of our members that uh, we give away every single year. And it's up for grabs because, man, um, the team that was winning it every year decided to give other teams an opportunity. They still bring a ton of people, um, but they've said, you know, we're going to retire our title. We'll go away with as being the champ. I think they won like five years in a row. And then other teams started showing up and doing, uh, bringing just as many people and just crushing it. So we have been hooking it up with uh, a lot of uh, teams showing up and, and doing a great job. So bring all your people. If you want to get signed up, you can either, you know, you can direct message me here either on the podcast. Um, you can go to Instagram of either CrossFit Zoo or myself here at Wex Appeal Podcast. Uh, I can get you the information. You can also go to Box Tribe, which is the site that's hosting the registration. It's boxtribetracker.com, uh, B-O-X-T-R-I-B-E, tracker, T-R-A-C-K-E-R.com. And just search Reindeer Rumble, and they will get you, you know, get you signed up and get you right in. So those are obviously ways that you can find it. Um, go on Facebook as well. Just search Reindeer Rumble. You will get there and get you signed up, and we will look forward to having you. And if you do sign up, please come and see me. Say hi. I'm going to be the guy walking around with a microphone. I'll also be competing with my daughter probably um, because my wife, if you didn't know, just had a baby in June, and she's like, I am not competing this year. She was also just recently in a car accident, so injuries and things like that that she's working through that we wanted to make sure she's healthy and okay so i will be competing with my seven-year-old daughter unless um i can get a certain ringer to sign up with her we'll see how that goes um so i'll tell you this story so this this is pretty funny this kind of segues into the next little thing um now this isn't the person and i'm hoping to get this person on the podcast as well but um we were watching as i told you before we were watching the titan games and my daughter has kind of gone into, she, so she's always been fit. She's always, you know, done CrossFit and things like that. And this is my seven-year-old. So I've, I've got my, I've got an 11-year-old daughter, a seven-year-old daughter, a three-year-old son who turns four next month. And then we have the newborn that was just born in June. So my seven-year-old is, is kind of the athletic one of all of them as far as being the, you know, CrossFit junkie. She always wants to come in and do the workouts. And it kind of kicked into high gear after watching the Titan Games. So we watched the Titan Games, and we started off watching, um, it was the West Coast, so it was the West Coast, um, you know, competition. So they did a West Coast, uh, they did a Central, West, and East were the divisions on the Titan Games. So I, actually, they started out, I believe, with the Central Division, and um, Danny Spiegel. 
And if you hearken back to episode one of of Wex Appeal, um, the, the title, Danny Spiegel is Trying to Kill Me, you'll know all about Danny Spiegel. She went on to win the Titan Games, and I'm hoping to actually have her on the show. Um, but so I've I've talked back and forth with her on, on Instagram and, and things like that, just telling her about how Stella has been watching her. Um, so Stella really got attached to um, Danny Spiegel and Margot Alvarez. So it was really interesting when both of them actually ended up being in the finals that um, the two of them competed against each other. And Stella watched them both and loves them both. She's a huge fan of both of them. And I've had to message both of them because of Stella because she wants to talk to both of them. So anyways, we're coming home from the gym this past, um, this past, uh, Friday we had, we had done a workout and it was a pretty tough workout, but you know, we had done it and we're coming home. And so Stella is aware that, um, Danny lives in Orlando, which is, you know, she, and that's no secret. I'm not telling you anything, you know, can't, you don't know by following her on Instagram, but uh, she's in Orlando and that's only like an hour, hour and a half away from, from us. So we're driving down the road and she's like, daddy, I really want to meet Danny Spiegel. I'm like, oh, okay. Let me, you know, so I grab my phone and I take a video of her and I'm like, what did you just tell me? She's like, I want to meet Danny Spiegel. I'm like, okay, why? She's like, I want to work out with her. I'm like, okay, well, you know, that's cool. Um, and before I stopped the video, she's like, I love you, Danny. And I was like, oh, that's so cute. So I sent it. I actually sent it to Danny. And, um, so she responds back and she's like, Hey, you know, whenever you're in the area, just let me know, come by the gym and we'll, we'll throw it, I'll throw down a workout with her. So, so I told Stella, I was like, maybe we can get her to be your partner at Reindeer Rumble. And then daddy doesn't have to try and kill himself when, uh, when, you know, trying to DJ MC the event and work out during the uh, competition. And then, you know, I pretty much guarantee that she gets a, she gets a win, but I, who knows? It's, it, it's, it's just all in good fun. But I thought it was super cool that Danny said that she would um, work out with my daughter. I'm like, yeah, for, for sure. We'll definitely hook that up. Whew. A lot of stuff, man. A lot of stuff this week. Um, like I said, it's been a, been a little bit of a crazy week. So I've been all over the state selling glasses to doctor's offices. Um, as you know, that is one of my jobs. So I, I see a lot of different things and it's really weird. The difference you see in different offices. Um, but this week has been just one of the crazier weeks that, that I've come across. Um, I walk into one office and none of them are wearing masks and they care less about coronavirus. And I mean, they're still doing the hand sanitizer and things like that. And when customers walk in, they'll throw a mask on, but like for everybody else, they don't wear a mask and they're just over it. And then you drive down the road, maybe, you know, a mile away. And I go into another doctor's office and literally the door is locked. You have to call. They come to the door, they open the door. They immediately put hand sanitizer in your hand. So you hand sanitize your, your hands, which I'm all for. Um, of course, you have to have a mask on. They check your temperature at the door before they let you in. And then one of the offices actually has a um, oxygen sensor that they put on your finger to measure your oxygen your your oxygen level. I'm like, this is insane. And like, even if you touch anything, you have to put it put it down and get it clean. So I've kind of gotten really good at looking at my product and being able to take inventory without actually touching things. 
But it's just been weird that the response is all over the place. And then you you'll walk into a restaurant and nobody's wearing a mask because obviously they're eating and doing that sort of thing. And, you know, then then there's the whole people wearing masks over their mouth, but not over their nose, which drives me nuts. If you're going to wear the mask, wear the mask. That's that's my thing. You know, wear it right or don't wear it at all. Um, But don't go through the motions of of wearing something and not having it protect the way that, you know, we've been told to protect ourselves. And then you've got the people who are like, oh, you're infringing upon my rights and all that sort of stuff with with these masks. And I I just can't even handle that. I'm like, if I need to walk into public with a mask on, I'll walk into public with a mask on. I don't care. It doesn't put me out too much. It's uncomfortable. It's annoying. Yeah, sure. But whatever. They're not going to kick me out. I know that if I don't wear one because I've done it on accident. But at the same time, you know, be respectful of what people are asking you to do. And it kind of goes along with what I said earlier with the election. I'm less concerned with who you vote for more than I'm more concerned with how you treat people that vote differently than you. So all that to say and wrap it all around, treat everybody nicely and with respect and, you know, let's have a good time. That being said, driving around, talking about treating others with respect, that is some of the, there is some craziness in the water right now as far as drivers and what is going on with that. Um, I've had people cut me off. I've had people go super slow and then yell at me because I'm behind them when I'm trying to get around them and things like that. I'm just, what I'm going to do this week is actually, I'm going to, I'm going to post some pictures on, um, on the Instagram page to so look, I'll, I'll post it probably before this, uh, this podcast even posts of photos of things I've seen on the road while driving, um, with my job all over central Florida. Um, you'll find the pictures interesting. I've got one was a vehicle that was pulling behind it, basically jaws. It was like a shark. This is a giant shark just going down the highway and you pull up and there's this giant shark in front of you. It was actually pretty cool. But I try to take these photos and, I, and I'm safe when I do it. Making sure that, you know, I'm, I'm being safe. I just take it, snapshot it. and I'm always paying attention to where I am. So don't worry about that. Um, but just some of the craziness that I've seen on the roads with different cars. Things that people put on their cars. Um, one of the pictures that you'll see is this car that has probably about a thousand statues glued to it. I kid you not. And it was all I could do to get a picture of it. I was at a stoplight and they were going across and I took, and I took a snapshot of it and just thousands of little statues and figures and action figures and things glued to the thing. Just why, why would you do that? I, I, I don't understand. It, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a crazy world. And, and some of the things, the other things I've seen out there, I mean, it's just, it's, it's funny. Like, why would, uh, why would you do the things that you do? Um, you know, but hey, everyone is entitled to their own opinion and what they do and what they think is cool and what they think is fun. Um, oh, wait till you see the other one. The other one, it looks like a, a rolling, it's a van. But the conversion on this van is weird. It's got like a shack on the back of it. Not like Shaq the basketball player, like a shack, like a shed on the back of it with like a microwave and a giant stuffed bear and some craziness. So you'll have to look on there and I will post that. Like I said, you'll, it, it's going to be on the, on the uh, Instagram. So if you're not following us on Instagram, it's uh, of course, Instagram.com forward slash 
Wex Appeal podcast, um, or just search Wex Appeal podcast and it'll come up and definitely follow on Instagram because I post things throughout the week, just different things that I find that are funny. All right, so now it is time. Whoa, hey, what's going on there? Got some sound issues. Um, now it is time for one of my favorite portions of the day. It is the worst case scenario survival handbook. And I like to at least let you learn something from from this episode. And today we've got a very, a very fun one. Um, I know last week we talked about jumping out of a parachute. Oh, speaking of that, I know I'm a very random today. It's 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 a weird day. And once we start getting these interviews rolling, it's gonna be a lot more, you know, fluid and things. But this is kind of one of those off weeks, like a bye week for the NFL. Um but the uh um I'm on a podcast that's gonna be coming up soon. And when it does post, I will actually send put a link to it. Um, but I got a request for somebody who is sarcastic to be on a podcast. I was like, mm, but, you know, I'm sarcastic. Let's, let's go. Let's do this. So just out of nowhere, this guy, he sent me his number and he's like, Hey, just give me a call. Podcast is about 12 minutes long. And, uh, we're going to just do funky scenarios and it's all, um, it's all ad lib. It's all improv and it's all, you know, just kind of go with what first thing comes to your mind. He's like, if you blank out on things don't worry i'll cover you i'm like oh, not a worry i got this and it was a lot of fun it might be on the show actually um in the future as well uh, i think it went well I, th- I think it was fun but once that posts i'll go ahead and send you the li- you know put the link in the uh in the um comments or or i'll, I'll post about the link later on if you follow us on instagram and on on facebook and uh and and link you to that it was a lot of fun. Um, last week, I talked about jumping out of a plane and your parachute not working. I told the story about how, you know, my experience of jumping out of an airplane. So it was a lot of fun. But today, it is how to leap from a motorcycle to a car. So that is today's worst case scenario survival handbook. So if you are on a motorcycle and you need to John Wick style jump from a motorcycle to a car in a action sequence... Here we go, okay? How to leap from a motorcycle to a car. If you're planning to enter the car through one of its windows, remember that in many newer cars, only the front windows roll all the way down. Very important to know. You should attempt to be on the front passenger side. So if you're going to jump in, don't jump into the driver's seat. Uh, Unless it's a car that is speeding down the road with no no one driving it, and then you're going to want to try and get in any way you can and get to the controls. But you should attempt to be on the front passenger side because the window goes all the way down. Number one, wear a high-quality helmet and a leather jacket plus leather pants and boots just in case you miss. You know. Number two, make sure that both vehicles are moving at the same speed. The slower the speed, the safer the move. Anything faster than 60 miles an hour is extremely dangerous. Shocker. Um, Number three, Wait for a long, straight section of road because, you know, when you're in an action movie, that's always what you look for. Um, You know, like in Fast and the Furious, if you're going to try and stop a plane from taking off, make sure they're on like a three or four mile runway. Um, I don't remember which number that was. It was Fast and Furious, like 30,000. Number four, get the vehicles as close as possible to each other. Um, you will be on the passenger side of the car, so you'll be very close to the edge of the roadway. 
be careful not to swerve. You know, don't hit the don't hit the drunk bumps or the or the sleep bumps while on the motorcycle because it'll it'll end badly. So number five, stand crouched with both your feet on either running board or the seat. So we're going full on um, Mission Impossible. What was it two? Where they had the motorcycles with John Woo, doves everywhere, and you know motorcycles and things like that. Um, so make sure you stand crouched with both of your feet on either the running board or the seat. So now you are in crouched, crouching tiger, hidden dragon position, ready to jump from the bike to the car. Number six, hold the throttle until the last instant. Cause if it wasn't scary enough, make sure you're going the same speed. Remember, as soon as you release the throttle, the bike speed will decrease again. Shocker. Now, if you have cruise control, I'm assuming you could throw that puppy into cruise control and you don't have to do that. I don't ride motorcycles. I want to, but four kids, my wife won't let me. Um, but if you throw that puppy in cruise control, you should be able to let go of that thing and keep it on the same, same thing. I would imagine. If I'm wrong, tell me. Number seven, if the car has a handle inside above the door, grab it with your free hand. If not, simply time the leap so your torso lands in the car if someone can grab you and pull you in, all the better. Chances are, if you're jumping from a motorcycle into a moving vehicle, um, this is probably an action movie, and you are trying to get to the person who's inside and you know, like kick them out the other door because they're the bad guy and all that sort of stuff. Chances are, you're not you know trying to jump to a car where they want you to jump in it. Maybe, I mean, I don't know what scenario would cause you to want to jump off of a motorcycle into a moving vehicle. I guess it could happen. Um, but anyways, number eight, have the driver swerve away from the bike as soon as you are inside. Probably because that bike, once you've released the handlebars, the bike will go out of control and crash. It may also slip under the rear passenger side wheel of the car. Now, here's my thought. If you're on the bike and this is the car over here and you jump to the car, kick that way so to make the bike go away from the car. But anyways, that's not in the book. That's just my own thoughts on physics. Um, but have the driver swerve away from the bike as soon as you are inside so that the bike doesn't crash into the car. Number nine, if you miss the window, <laughs> here you go. If you miss the window, tuck and roll away from the vehicle. See page 82 for jumping from a moving car. Uh, be aware the move is much easier if two people are on the motorcycle so that the non-jumper can continue driving. In the movies and in stunt shows, these transfers are usually performed at slow speeds and in fact often employ the use of a metal step installed on one side of the bike or car, which allows the rider to step off while keeping the bike balanced. You're not likely to have this option unless you are a stuntman. I only know one of them. I only know one stuntman, I believe. So I'd have to ask him. He has his own podcast as well, which is fantastic. So that is the worst case scenario. How to survive jumping from a motorcycle to a moving car. Fun. All right. So that's pretty much it for this episode. We have covered a lot of different things. And um, it's a little bit shorter episode than, than we normally do. But that being said, I wanted to um, let you know what's going on with uh with the wexpeel podcast go check us out on youtube go check us out on facebook go check us out on instagram you can follow me on twitter at zoo coach wex 
on Twitter. It is Wex Appeal Podcast on Instagram, Wex Appeal on Facebook, and YouTube. Uh, just go search Wex Appeal Bob Barbells Beats and Buffoonery, and I will actually have a link to the show on the Facebook and also in the bio link tree on Instagram. I figured out all sorts of stuff to do, so I'm, I'll have I'll have different things. But that's going to do it for the show today. Thank you guys for joining us. I am super excited about next week and what is going to happen with the show. And uh, I'm I'm very happy to bring some guests to you that I think you're going to just really enjoy. I know I'm going to enjoy it. So even if you don't like it, man, I'm going to have fun and, and have a good time and cut up. And it's going to be awesome. So looking forward to it. You guys have an amazing week. Remember, no matter who you voted for, be nice to people. Be nice to everybody. We all want the best for America. And uh, just have a great day and just be kind and smile. Things will get better, I promise. Um, and if they don't, you'll at least have fun while you are, while we're on our, on our way to whatever destination we are going to. So enjoy yourself. Have a great week. Look forward to seeing you very soon. Check us out on YouTube. Get all the scribes, subscribes up. Like, share, do all those sorts of things, and we will see you next week. Peace.